Well, hey, my favorite people. We got another amazing episode planned for you today. But before we get into it, I want to let you know we sold out all of the Seattle shows. Thank you, Seattle. Thanks for not giving me the Seattle freeze. But we got more shows coming up. May 5th, I'm in Bremerton, Washington. May 6th, I'm in Everett, Washington. May 13th, and 14th, I am in Oklahoma City, two shows each night. Then May 19th through May 21st, I'm at Caroline's Comedy Club in Times Square in New York City. Coming out, those are going to be amazing shows. June 2nd through 4th, I am in Buffalo, New York. And then June 9th through 11th, I am at The Punchline in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I cannot wait to see you guys on the road. Scoop your tickets up at mrdtimes 3com And we will be announcing the fall tour very, very soon. So if you want your tickets before those sell out, go ahead and become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash Shodombrowski. That's patreon.com slash Shodombrowski, patreon.com slash Shodombrowski. I love you guys so much. Enjoy the episode. Hello. Why did I do that? Um, hello, socialites. Welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where we study being social by being social. Got a hell of an episode for you today. Like I always say, but oh, Blake had to shut the blinds because I'm a little bit of a peeping Tom. I keep and, looking at myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I I'm know. sorry. Is that, um, guest today, Richie Armani, or as we call him affectionately here on the pod, Little Gay Richie. Hi. We're... <laughs> Uh, before we do anything, I want to tell you about shows that I'm coming up to. Get ready. I may have done some of these already because I'm recording in bulk. Why? Because I'm going to Spain. I'll tell you about that. Um, let's see. We have mm, Edmonton and then all the Seattle shows that Richie is actually on with me. Bremerton, Everett, Seattle. Oklahoma City, New York City, Buffalo, Philadelphia. And then that's it for the spring. Then you gotta catch me on the road in the fall. Um, without further ado, the one, the only, Little Gay Richie. Hi, everyone. Hey, Little Gay Richie. I'm so happy to be back. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to have you. I'm so happy to have you back, too. It's like little ASMR with a weird accent. Little ASMR. (laughs) Stop it. You're making my spine tingle. (laughs) Does ASMR, like, get you randy, or does it make you... It makes me personally uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm not big into ASMR stuff. And no shade to anyone who's into that, but, like, oh, actually... Is this ASMR? Okay, I don't know if I can talk about this, but is this ASMR? Like, I was having an adult sleepover with, and he was breathing very heavily on my neck, and it made my whole body tingle. Your whole body? Your H-O-L-E body? Like, my whole body plus my whole body. body. Yeah. (laughs) It made everything tingle. And I was like, just keep doing that. And he was like, what about the other thing? And I was like, I don't care anymore. Just keep on me. And it made everything tingle. I felt so lightheaded in the best way. So you had a little bit of fizz ASMR that's gay for physical ASMR. Yeah. Is that the same thing? Sure. It is today here on this year day. Oh my God. Yeah. Because we write the rules. Then I liked ASMR in that moment. The podcasts are on YouTube now, by the way. Oh, okay. I'm so glad I put on an outfit. I literally... So you guys can actually see Little Gay Richie. 
You can see him. I wish you had told me that because I would have actually tried to do this my hair. This is great. This is oh, fantastic. Thanks. He looks like do a you, painter, everyone. Do you like my overalls? I was going for hot 90s mom redecorating her home. When, this is giving me very hot my... Hot not... Hava. It was actually a different language what I just said to you. Did you catch it? I really thought for a second you were going to say hot minority. And <laughs> I was going to be like, no, he's not. <laughs> but I did. Didn't you do a minority show? You did an all Asian show. I did an recently. all Asian show, and it was the best show I've done in so long. It was so much fun. Oh my god! And oh Wait. my god, the sweetest thing happened. What? I was like in the green room, and one of the other people on the show came up, and she was like, "Hey, someone." I was just talking to someone at the bar, and she's here because she saw you on TikTok and tracked you down and found you. And I was like, "Seriously? That's how it works, Richie. That's so nice. Yeah. Oh my god. So did you double down on your Asian con, like your Asian jokes? Yes, a little bit. Do you bit. have an Asian, all Asian set? I don't. Oh, okay. I, but I have like jokes about being Asian. I didn't do all of them. To be honest, I've been doing this thing now where like I go into shows and I kind of just like feel it out and just like go whatever direction. And then I'm also like just working on new stuff at shows most of the time now too. I'm trying to get ready for that 45 minute set. I actually thought about you when I was talking to the woman who produced the show afterwards, because she was like, it seems like you don't really have like a set list when you go up. And I was like, yeah, I don't. Like, I kind of just feel it out. And then I thought about you because you used to say that to me. You'd be like, feel it out. And I'd be like, I don't know what that means, bro. Yeah, yeah. I would nod my head and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to feel my way through this set list. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Wow. Okay, so did you notice that... Um, so it was an all Asian showcase. Mm -hmm. Was it predominantly Asian audience? Yes. How big was the show? It was probably at least like 100 to 125. Isn't maybe? it crazy when you like double down on a very specific type of thing and you're speaking directly into the audience's soul, like how different that reaction is? Yes. It's so cool, right? I notice it a lot when I do like queer comedy shows. Me too. And I double down on like my gay stuff and mm -hmm. I like, I can add tags and bits and pieces to my jokes that I can't do in straight audiences. 100%. And it's it's like the best feeling. Richie, I just did this joke in Denver this weekend. I just posted it so we can watch it later. Essentially, I was talking about code switching, which for all of you out there who don't know what that is, code switching is when you are one way and then you have to like assimilate to what's ever around you, even though it's not like really who you are, just so like... I don't know. It's a safety You can thing. like fit in and feel right. safe and like be a part of the pack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I was talking about how I code switch to like fit in as straight to be like straight passing sometimes. And it, the joke was true. My driver literally asked me on my way to the show in Denver, if I was mad that Russell Wilson got traded from the Seahawks. And I'm like, <laughs> I immediately panicked. I was like, shit, 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 shit. So I, I, then the joke was sometimes when I code switch, I sound straight. The things I say is are gay as hell. Like but what? I said to him, I was like, yeah, I'm mad because now we don't have Sierra. <laughs> right. Okay. Listen. Wait, wait, say it in your straight voice. <laughs> do it. Okay. Wait. <laughs> can, can, do you do a good straight? I, I, I can do, do a good straight. I caught myself doing it today. Uh, I can hear when you do it too sometimes. It's gross when I catch myself doing it. Okay, so my straight code switch is very skater bro. Like <laughs> it that's like straight Joey is very that. Say it. I don't know. You got to like get me in it and I can't I can't look. 
I can't look. <laughs> should I? Okay, Blake. Get, did, did get Blake just, to Blake ask me just a question. Said, what, did you watch that? Ba- did you watch that baseball game, bro? Well, it's got to. It, the question <laughs> should still be about something I know about. Okay. Okay. Um. What's up? You slamming that? P- I can't say. That. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! No, no! I, it's got to be something I know about. No, not something I literally know nothing about. You teach about it? <laughs> literally, Richie. I don't even. I can't. I don't you guys, you've even been there. It's like, like when you're in an Uber and they find out you're a comedian and they're like, "Tell me a joke." Okay, okay, wait. What do you know about that? What do we know about that? Straight. What do we know about that? Straight fishing. <laughs> I know how, about fishing. How big was that bass that you caught last week? <laughs> Is it really it? Well, you. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you know this is a catch and release situation here, sort of. <laughs> I can't. I can't take you seriously. I know. Like, what would we I don't, do? It's just very dude. What would very we do bro. if we were like someplace Man. not safe for gay people and we had to act straight? How would we survive? Seattle traffic. Oh, the fucking trap. <laughs> you and I would get hate crimes. We would, they'd be like, and he's a butt pirate. Like that's what would, that would be. Okay. But anyway, back to the joke. It's a good joke. It is a good joke. It These, is a good joke. The straight people of Denver, which Denver is very hetero natural. Heteronatural. It's a phrase I made up. I've invented a few words lately that I'm going to tell you about. Okay. It's very heteronatural, which is a, f- a take on the phrase au natural. They're heteronatural because they're very rugged people. I could see that. They're like, maybe? they're like a, a, a more rugged Seattle. Seattle's pretend rugged. We dress oh, it. Yeah. They yeah. actually are. Oh, so they're like out. Actually, you know yeah. what? The last time I was in Colorado, I was shooting rifles. Yeah, this see. Yeah, okay, yeah, I could so, see that. So, like in Seattle, you'd put on the outfit to go hiking, walk, and then go back to your car. Denver, when they go hiking, they know how to start a fire if shit goes r- awry. Can you start a fire? I probably could start a fire. You definitely start a fire. I, I got to tell you, I would be so good on Survivor. That's so funny. My friends want to see me on Survivor. What makes you think you'd be good at Survivor? Because they tell me that they want Besides to see me. Besides the fact me. that I would be. Well, I mean, like, I'm just curious. Like, that's all. I'm not. I'm not because I can outwit, outlast, outplay. I don't know anything about Survivor, so I wouldn't know about any of that. I'd I just, be so good. I actually applied to be on the current season of Survivor. Just going to say, didn't get a call back. Was I pissed? I was. Did I Did I have delusional ass thoughts that I made it? Sure did. I like submitted my tape and I'm like, got this. I would actually watch that season of Survivor if you were on it, though. I, like, I'd be the villain. Could you cook things like on the beach? Yeah, like, for yeah? sure. Okay, for sure. I think I would lose so much weight. That would be the well, only reason I would join Survivor. Now, the earliest seasons of Survivor were like messed up. Um, a man. I'm convinced that on Survivor that they don't actually they feed you. I'm convinced they feed you. Like, there's a craft services table, and you can go get like a sandwich. In the earlier seasons of Survivor, this man actually hunted down, caught, and killed a piglet. What? Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, this is great for NBC. <laughs> yeah. And it was like on TV. Like the earliest seasons of Survivor are alarming. Huh. There was a lot going on. I think the early reality TV phase era was alarming in general. You know what was even more alarming than that? Hmm. The early talk show era. I have no knowledge. Give me everything. Like, have you ever heard of like, come on, Richie, Sarah, Jesse, Raphael, 
Sarah Jesse Raphael. Sarah Jesse Raphael? Was that in the 80s? I'm pretty sure it's Sarah Jesse Raphael. Yeah. Then Ricky Lake. I knew about Ricky Lake. Rosie O'Donnell Jenny had a Jones. TV show for a while. Jenny Jones. No, I'm, Rosie's not in this era of what I'm talking about. Even Oprah kind of started like this. Very like, it was very like the Tyra show. That I do remember watching with my mom, and she was like, Tyra's so dramatic. She was the worst. Like, it, they would do, they'd be like, what's your biggest fear? I vividly remember this woman was like, birds. And they were like, oh, you're scared of birds? Okay. And out comes this man with, like, two arms lined in parrots. And she would just be like, oh, I hate birds. And like run away. They were like, this is great television. Right. They they would be like, oh, you have a terrible relationship with your father. Well, welcome to the stage. Oh, my God. Roger. Yeah. Could you imagine if you were like just doing a show and someone was like, here's your worst trauma. Enjoy. Do you have ADD? Do I? Yeah. Me too. That's why we keep going on tangents. Back to the joke. I won't interrupt you again. No, it's okay. Keep going. Because I'll probably interrupt you too. Okay. The heteronatural people of Denver. I forgot this is where we started. (laughs) (laughs) They are so heteronatural that that joke, when I said, now you got Sierra, got a a strong medium laugh. Where I feel as though if I did that joke to the gays, it would have been vomiting laughing so hard. Because like they, I don't think they realize Russell Wilson's wife is Sierra and Sierra is not, I won't say gay icon, but very popular with the gays. Gay icon adjacent. Gay icon adjacent. Yes. Right. So do you see what I'm saying? I do. And I, do you think it's like also like, I mean, like what has Sierra done lately? Do you think it's just that straight people are just like, we forgot about her. Probably. Like her one, two step has been long gone by now. Yeah. She's on like a six, seven, eight, if you will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I though, I think I need to write a joke about like the Barefoot Contessa because I think like my fans are very like Barefoot Contessa women. Mateo Lane did a whole 15 minutes on the Barefoot well, Contessa. there goes my idea. <laughs> there goes my idea. I'm so sorry. Did he really? Oh, this, I bet it was great too. It was Hilaire Bear. And I had... I, <laughs> it was Hilaire Bear. It was. It was super funny. And I, 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 the way that he transitioned into it was super clever and like all of his jokes revolved around like her banging someone who wasn't Jeffrey. Like, oh no. I think, right? Was Jeffrey her husband? Yeah, yeah but we think he's gay. gay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't know who that was. The Barefoot Contessa? Until I like did his show and I was like, what? The Barefoot Contessa is such a backhanded bitch. She'll be like, she'll be literally, I'm pretty sure this is true. She was like, oh, I just have these vanilla beans that I harvested on my last trip to Madagascar. But if you don't have those store-bought, it's fine. Like, very like that. Oh, my God. Is she the one from that meme that's like... Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Yes, okay. So... I, yeah, I didn't know that that was still, like, a relevant thing. I'm going to be honest. I thought that was, like, an old thing that no one cared about anymore. Richie, we're, like, kind of close in age, but then you always remind me that I'm old. But I also feel like we have slightly different interests. We do. Yeah. So it's, like, sometimes you'll say things that I'm just, like, I know you literally lined up or said, like, the 
Pride Weekend block party lineup. And I was like, I don't know any of those people. You I, didn't. Didn't, I didn't know any of them. For anyone that cares that's listening to the podcast, the Pride lineup in Seattle is Kim Petras, Iggy Azalea, and Princess Nokia. Wait, is Princess Nokia... She does the song Slumber Party. Wait, she does the song Bruja, right? Sure. While Richie's looking that up, we're going to cut to a commercial comeback. We got emails from the, from the fans. Oh, she did. I like him. She did. Yeah. Okay. I do know Princess Nokia. She did that. But have you heard the song Slumber Party? No. It's a banger. We'll listen to it later. Um, I want to talk to you about something. Should I tell the people? Yeah. I think so. Why not? Like, I think that it's something to get excited about. And I'm super excited for you. I'm excited. Yeah. Do I not look excited? No, you look excited. Okay, you should tell everyone. I'm excited. Are you allowed to tell everyone? Probably not. But I think I'm going to. Okay. I'm getting ready to film my first special. Where it's going to live, we're unsure. Where is it probably going to live? YouTube. And I kind of like that for my first special for a few different reasons. One, I know that I have a very working class audience, such as where I came from. And like, that's a that's free. Mm-hmm. Like, catch my special. It's 100% free. Like, that's cool. And like, I feel like that's becoming a more of like a common practice now, too. Well, because if I think about the special, right... And I'm really proud of the material. Am I just going to sit on it and wait till a network picks it up or maybe wants to buy it? Or am I going to use it while it's relevant and like rack up the views? Rack up the views, rack up the followers. And then like, I'm sure something will come of it, right? Isn't that how that works? That is what I'm nervous about. That's the part like what, like what if nothing comes of it? What if it's just like. I don't think you should look at it that way. Like like you just said, you're giving it to your fans who maybe don't get to see you because they live places that they can't come see you. Like Guadalajara. Yeah. For those of you listening in Guadalajara. Yeah. I think that that could be like, that's like how you should look at it. It's like I'm doing this for the people who brought me to where I am, to where I can do the special and put it out for free. Now, here's the other thing. When's the last time you actually sat down and watched a full hour special? Last week. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I watched Taylor Tomlinson's yeah. special because I was hanging out with someone. I actually, oh my God, side note. I hung out with someone four nights in a row. I invited him to hang out, but I invited him to do like three different comedy things. But he was a real trooper about it. Wow. And he's married. He's married. Ooh, are Why we did al- you just out me like that? No, I'm oh, kidding. I'm totally kidding. Are we yeah. not talking about it? No, we are talking about it. I don't care. Yeah, we can definitely talk about it. What if he sees this? Let him see it. In fact, I like Anthony Mackie. I hope you do see it. No, I'm kidding. That's not his real name. Did you just make that name up out of nowhere? I think he's a celebrity. It's Bob Mackie. No, I think Anthony Mackie plays in like Marvel movies. Yeah. No, No, I know that. Yeah, we we know. (laughs) The black guy? You mean the new Captain America? Yeah. Anyway, so I want to talk to you about the special. 
No, I want to talk to you too about being with a married man. Oh yeah, what do you want to know? It's great. I love it. I think we're having a lot of fun. I bet there's so many straight people listening right now and they're like, what? But like, you guys, that's like a thing in gay culture. It's super normal in gay culture, but I'm also finding- They, they know about it too, right? He's like in an open, It's this isn't cheating. It's not adulterous. Right. So like what I like about, because like I've dated guys in open relationships before, but what I really like about this one is that he's like- yeah, my husband knows that I'm here with you at all times. My location's always on. I tell him, like, what we did and, like, what we're going to do and, like, how the night went, blah, blah, blah. And he was, like— How old is he? 35. Wow, Mr. Mackey. Okay. Yeah, he's he's so cute, too. Like, he's so cute. He doesn't even look like he's old. Wow. Um, no, I'm he, he's <laughs> I'm not. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. For reference, I am 30. So, like, yeah, I'm getting up there, too. But um, it's nice. Stop. It's nice because he's like, because I know he's in a monogamous or not monogamous. He's in a relationship that's like, like grounded and like he has like that primary relationship. But there's like no pressure. It just feels fun. Like, I have so much fun when I'm hanging out with him. And when I'm ever hanging out with, like, anyone who's in an open relationship where they have a primary partner, like... What if you catch feelings? I won't. Uh, okay. Yeah, I won't. You're so confident. I know. Okay, yeah. tell I, me more. I just know how to create that, like... Really? I think so. I, like, yeah, I, yeah. I... I uh, Stop it. You're, you're waving my confidence like in this. I think for me personally, like I can be like, ooh, this isn't working. Like, like if I like there's been times where I've like caught feelings for people who I'm like, you're not good for me. And I'm really good at just being like, we just can't hang out anymore. Really? Yes. Okay. There's I know exactly what you're thinking of, the secret that I told you that I'm like. Wait, is that what Oh, you're no, no, no. I'm oh, not. I'm okay. not thinking about that. But I am thinking like, but like, what if like a little bit of like, what if like Cupid just like shoots you at this arrow? I've been with enough dumb guys to know what's good for me at this point. But that doesn't matter. You know what's not good for you and you can still be into that. Yeah, I know. So then what if Cupid shoots you with his little arrow and you become Twitter pated and you can't look away? Then I'll probably just be like, hey, this is how I feel. And... I totally get that you're in a serious relationship. Yeah. A serious marriage for that's lasted like almost 10 years. What? Yeah. So like, I just don't think we should hang out anymore. And I would hope that he would just respect that. Really? I'm super into the like coming clean thing. When I it like comes. that. I love transparency with dudes. We love transparency. Yeah. I All like, people. If you're a single and you're dating, just be honest. Like he's probably going to call you crazy anyway. Just be honest. <laughs> Call it what it is, baby. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to know? Well, okay. So here's the one thing that I was going to tell you about the spastool. Yeah, the tell spastool. me. I, I don't know that the common person just regularly watches one hour specials. I want to see some data on that. I feel like they do. You do? Well, well okay. What I'm getting actually, at is I kind of, I'm like toying around with the idea of putting it out in chunks. Like, putting it out in fourths or thirds. That's never been done before as far as I know. But listen to this. Huge Netflix um, things that are out there is like the stand-ups, which is half hours. 
And then there's um, the comedy an, lineup. That's the comedy lineup. Yeah. Which, are they ever going to do a season two of that? I don't know. I really want them to. Right. Me too. Yeah. Which is 15s. Mm-hmm. So like what's stopping me from putting my own 20s or 15s or 30s out? Actually, you know what? I think that this would be a really interesting concept just based on the fact that people's attention spans are so low. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. This would actually be a really good like test run to see. But that, that's the other <clears throat> thing. I'm not trying to fuck around. I had to do a test run. Okay. On my special, like have it be a, like a game, but also like without risk, there's no reward. I think that like, it's funny because there's this singer that I like that's doing this right now. He's releasing his new album in like chunks. And I think that like, it's creating a buzz almost. And like, think of it this way. Like there's almost like a buzz around like the idea that there's more, like people are waiting for more. It's the same thing when like, okay, so like everything is always like streamed like a whole season now, but everyone lost their shit this year when Euphoria was like, we're only going to do like one episode a week. But it got everyone talking about that episode for that whole week. It's like the same thing with this maybe. Or it could be the same thing with this. I don't know. But like, imagine this. Like there's a school with like 150. What, Blake? (laughs) Okay. There's a school with like 100 teachers in it. Let's say five of them are your fans. And they're watching the special in chunks. They're talking about it in the cafeteria with the other teachers in, like, the lounge area or the nurses in the hospital. I don't know where your fans are. But, like, this is a way the nurses to— nurses in hospitals. Yeah. There is, a like, a thought process behind this that I think could be beneficial. Like, timed releases. I'm in new—I'm going to have to play. You and I play. can look at some data to see, like, what that looks like. We're going to have to do some data digging. I love— I know you're like a business person. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, cutting to a commercial break, and then when we come back, we have your emails. Emails. We're back with Lil Gay Richie. He is here. He is queer, and he is ready to ride a steer. Okay, listen. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, last time that people really liked when I we blew your mind with like wild teacher stuff. I think we're going to do it again. Okay. I'll give you options. Here are the, I know which one you're going to pick. Here <laughs> are the uh, subject lines. Wild story, pregnancy beatdown, fire extinguisher, condom in the classroom, or since when did the job description require me to be a stripper? Okay, but you know that three of those are going to be like. Of your, of yeah. your asshole. <laughs> God, at least something is today. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> let's do the last one, the stripper one. Since when did the job description require me to be a stripper? Here we go. Hello, Joe. This is a three-parter, and these situations end up involving clothes and shoes. Hint, I worked in a transitional room in a high school setting. The first situation is that we took the kids to the pool. When it was time to leave, one of the students did not want to leave the pool. No matter how many prompting or redirecting things we did, he did not care. It ended with me and the it ended with me and the main went in the pool with our clothes on and the kid got out of the pool. His consequence later was that he lost the privilege of going to the pool for the whole semester. The consequence for me and the teacher is we had to teach for the rest of the day in wet clothes. Very true. Wait, what? Very true. They had to go in the pool and get him. Why? First of all, why, did, why didn't they have a net? You know, like to fish things out of a... How old a is this child? child? Yeah. Because if it's tiny, if it's like a bit High school. 
First of all, that child is too old to be like acting that way. I would have just left his ass there. I, but then he drowns, Richie. Whatever. Wow. (laughs) Darwinism, baby. Okay. I'm kidding. Not exactly I'm wrong. kidding. No, no, I said. Please not, keep that. I was kind of like. I, I was okay. going like. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Not, I wasn't going like. <laughs> okay, here we go. Another situation I had was that it was the weekend, and like an amazing human being, I went grocery shopping. Good for you, girl. Yeah. I was standing in line at the checkout at Costco when all of a sudden I felt a breeze. Turned around, and it was one of my students latched onto me as he had not seen me for a while, and basically depanced me. In front of the entire store. So my briefs are now showing. The mother was known to me as a fucking nutcase. And all she said was, oh, he's excited to see you. All I could do is die of embarrassment while pulling my pants up while I am also covering covered by employees looking at me holding a bunch of boxes. I emailed the main teacher what had happened so that they could approach new social skills. How old is this child? High school. Okay. Um, All three of these come from the same woman. Also, I've like whoever you are, I really hope you wore cute panties that day. Like deep down in my heart, that's what I hope happened to you. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. We're going to skip the last part of that email, but it, uh, oh, thank you for sending those. Uh, okay. Do you want condom in the classroom, fire extinguisher, pregnancy beat down, or wild teachers or wild story? Pregnancy beat down. We go. I'd like to remain anonymous, please. Confidentiality is super important on this story. Thank you. I'm already so excited. (laughs) I love love a confidential story that I'm not supposed to know. Like, oh, do you ever love like hearing gossip about people that you're like, I don't have any connection to them. That's like my favorite. This is this is what that feels like. Dear Joe, I have been waiting for you to do another Muggle mind blow with Richie. And I was so excited that I caught the Insta post in time to submit this. I literally stopped what I was doing to write this. Okay, prepare to have your mind blown, Richie. I have been a special education teacher for almost a decade. And this is the craziest two-part story of my career. One school year, I was pregnant with my first baby. I had a third grade student on my caseload. She had major anger and rage and could turn into her alter ego at the drop of a hat. I already knew shit was about to go down when she would get real sassy and start saying things like, okay, boo-boo, are calling me fat, ugly man. (laughs) Because, you know, I was growing a small human. Oh my God. Throughout the pregnancy, she had done crazy things like elope from the building in which my four-month pregnant self chased after her. Another day, she blew up in strings and smashed a violin. My assistant principal and I had to restrain her while the classroom evacuated. I was seven months pregnant here. Despite all of this, my pregnancy was normal the entire time. I was measuring right where I was supposed to to be feeling good. Well, one day when I was eight months pregnant, she got mad in her class and left without permission. We were working on leaving appropriately, so I made her go back and ask the teacher to leave the room. She went back in, then refused to go out again. While I was talking to her, out of nowhere, she bitch slapped me across the face and grabbed my hair with both her fists. 
It all became a blur from there. But next thing I knew, our counselor and para were pulling her off of me. As I said before, my pregnancy had been totally normal up until this point. I went into labor three days later. (gasps) Oh my God. I had my baby a month early and the doctors could never explain to me why I went into labor early. I recently had my second baby and the pregnancy went full term. So I have no doubts that the stress and craziness of that day are what pushed me into labor a month early. Don't worry, my baby turned out just fine and is a healthy, happy toddler. Part two. Prior to my maternity <laughs> leave, we had a sub lined up ready to go. Should you, do you know about this? About subs so when you, Yes. Okay, I think I know what she's going to get into. Sometimes you can choose. Sometimes your boss is an asshole and doesn't give you any say. Okay. But somebody has to be in for you long term. Right. Yeah. Okay. She periodically subbed when I was in PT or personal days to get to know my kids. So after I went out, I heard that the subs w- the sub was not put into my classroom. But instead, another special ed teacher from a different school was going to be in my classroom and my sub was going into their classroom. Wait, what? So I hear from some birdies within the district that this particular teacher had been having some sexy time with another teacher in that building. Not only that, but this teacher was also testing their videography skills, if you know what I mean. I do that too. Um. (laughs) Turns out that this person's Apple ID was linked to their personal iPhone and school iPad. A student (gasps) got, oh my God. A student... A student got on the classroom iPad and found the video. It was all an accident, so they couldn't fire this person, but they couldn't work in the building anymore, which is why they had to finish the school year at my school. This person still works in my district, but had been placed somewhere else. I love the podcast. Thank you for all you do. You keep the teaching community laughing. I hope to catch your show soon. There's so many layers to this. There's so many layers okay, to this. There's, there's so, so many layers that I'm going <laughs> to close this. Oh, my God. Let's start with the pregnancy. Let's start with the pregnancy. Holy shit. Could you imagine? Yes. Like, I was going to say being pregnant. Oh, no. <laughs> Could you imagine being pregnant and having your ass whooped by some child? Do you think she beat her ass? I would have. I would have fought this. No, I don't think she beat your ass. I don't think she beat her ass. I think she like blurred out, let those people get her off of her. And then she just like, I hope that she something very similar happened to me once. Has it has a child laid hands on you before? Very. No, they overhead through. I've told this story so many times on the podcast. Overhead threw a desk at me. Wait, what? How old was this child? Twelve. Oh, shit. Overhead hulked it. Threw it at me and I left and because I, I was so unsupported, like Richie, so unsupported. Like this was the final straw of like a slew of being unsupported it, with this child particular, but others as well. I went to my teaching partner, I said, please watch my class for a second because our door is connected. She did. And I went down and I was fully prepared to just dip and be like, this is my last day. Have fun. Find someone tomorrow. And I went to my, I walked into my boss's room, both the, Ross and the assistant principal were in there. I was like, do you guys have a minute? I did it just like this. Do you guys have a minute? Great. Shut the door, went in. I go, again, this is happening after I've told you countless times that no change is being made. You keep giving me these little bits of like, 
Ooh, do this positivity. Have you tried making a relationship? That's fucking bullshit when we're talking about dangerous situations. Someone could have gotten hurt today and that someone was almost me. And guess who it's not going to be? Me. So figure this out because I'm done. I So, okay, actually, I have a question about like situations Oh, by the like way, this. never do that. If you're watching this, like don't do what I did. I, I did get my way though. It worked. It worked. And then you know what else? They 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 told me that they were like, they would start, taking things more seriously because they could see the pain within my eyes. I was like, it took that. I was almost like, I quit. I quit. I think that's always like how situations go though with work is it's always like, oh no, 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 don't quit. We were just seeing how far we could push it. Like bullshit, right? It is. It is absolutely sorry bullshit. I cut you off. Whenever times. like you guys have like a student who is like clearly violent or like whatever it is, are there resources for teachers to be like, hey, this kid is like, you know, I'm getting like Columbine vibes. Like, can you, is that something that is out there? I mean, yes, but yes. Okay. So, but, and like, and like in this case, like probably more like the Omen vibes. Like there's like something there and like there's yeah, someone but, who can but, help. But here's the truth behind it. There's so much red tape that if you want to do anything with a kid in question with those sorts of behaviors, it has to be documented. You have to start here when you know you need to be here. You can't just say, put this in place. You have to show that all these other things didn't work. But my whole thing was always like, there's no time. There We're here. Really, well, and it's like the school year is so short that once you start noticing these things, I can't fathom that like teachers have enough time to document every little Oh, but they situation. expect you to. And That's then when insane. the next year happens, they expect that same teacher to start from day one. And it's like, oh, God. You guys don't share those notes because I thought... Kind of, but also like to get I, the kid what they need, it'll take at least a full school year. So I'm never going to reap the benefits. So what am I fucking doing? I wish that there was like a share point for teachers where like you guys could all just like go. We have this at my day job where like you can like go in to a file for said student and you can just like document like, hey, today on May 17th, blah, 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 blah. This incident happened. Recommended yes. action. Bridging. And then like, I wish that it was just like shareable among teachers and you all had access to those files. Does that exist? Yes. But 30 others all doing the same thing. I can't, if I, it sounds small. Like they say this to you. Oh, you need to be documenting. Oh, you need to write this down. But I have all this shit going on. Like these kids are going to kill each other. And I have to like stop and go document some shit. And then by the time it happens, like the day's gone. And then I had only had 24 hours to do it. And it's like insane. Mm -hmm. How it, old was that kid in the story? She said high school. High school? Was it high school? Wait, was, or was that I a different? I think it was high school. I think it was younger. Did she say it? Did she say? Oh, in the pregnancy story. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh my God. The student was in third grade. Oh, that's like pretty sizable. That's like a sizable child. That's like nine years old. Yeah, that's like Depending big enough to like jump up and grab your hair and you. drag your ass to the ground. Okay, not all <laughs> of us can be over six foot. Okay, <laughs> relax, Joe. God. Crazy though, right? Yeah. So, and then like it interfered with her pregnancy. <sighs> Do you think that kid was expelled for assaulting no. a teacher? What? <laughs> not at all. They went back to class an hour later. Yes. Yes. That's so fucked up. What do you think about the second part? <laughs> that is my biggest fear, is that, like, one of my tapes is going to get leaked somehow. Well, here you are. <laughs> Just telling people to look for it. <laughs> well, I keep all of my tapes on a very—no, I'm kidding. But— <laughs> She I think that that's it. wild. So First what happened? All, she taped it on her. She taped it on 
her I'm assuming her iPhone, which like rookie move, use an SD card and a third party camera that is not attached to all of your personal files on your phone and your iCloud. Like none of my tapes are on my iPhone or any kind of cloud device. They're all on hard drive kind of. You look so shocked. Are you serious? Wait, but what about like uh, Snapchat? Snapchat deletes itself. Okay, so yeah. you that so you're talking about like an actual like movie. Oh yeah, no, like an actual like, like record, okay, I don't know if I've told you this, but you have no idea how close I am to starting an OnlyFans. No, I am. I I'm very, I'm very. I don't want to work anymore, I'm and I've been test running this idea aware. for a while. I'm very aware. Yeah. So I've been test running this idea, which like, I'm sorry, everyone who's listening to this. I swear I'm not. Oh, I love your mom. What is she going to say? <laughs> like what? Oh, my son is struggling because he hates working a nine to five. Like, yeah, I guess he. Does, went does your mom like watch everything you're on too? Like my mom watches and listens to everything. And sometimes I'm on some other podcast. I'm like, oh shit, she's going to hear this. I don't know if she does anymore. She did when I first started okay. working in so entertainment. So there's like, there's like. She might be watching this one. Yeah. Well, but like if I do end sorry, up doing. Mrs. Oh, I almost said your real last name. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Armani. Yeah, Mrs. Armani. Sorry, Mrs. Armani. Uh, just so we're clear, that is my real last name, yeah, sort of. Yeah. 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 God damn it, Joe. <laughs> sorry. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think that that's nuts. And also just like. I hope that that's a lesson to everyone listening. If you're going to make those kinds of movies and home videos to, you know, don't put them in the cloud. We should have learned from Jennifer Lawrence. And honestly, here's, let's be real. You're not the only person with this fear. Yeah. And this people are freaking out. And so are these dirty teachers listening to this right now. So you just educated them. Yeah. If you're afraid that that's going to happen to you, you should be because it could. Yeah, put it on an external drive and something hard. Don't trust the cloud. Put it on that extern. Mmm, I love it when it's on me externally. I love a good extern. Ooh, yeah, baby. Um, I like those other two. I haven't read them, but I'm going to save them for next time because okay. we're going to do more Richie in the pod. Yay! Little Gay Richie. Little Gay Richie, you guys, is opening for me in my shows. It's me uh, headlining Richie and Monica Nevy are hosting and featuring. We are going to—I haven't even told you— that we're doing the midnight show afterwards? No, the all those shows, Everett, Bremerton, and Seattle. I'm filming like a little documentary. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So we're Do gonna go like, shopping for outfits for it. Maybe. No, yeah. I'm being serious. I want to no, go. No, I am too. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so the there there's gonna be like cameras in the car when we're like driving to the shows and stuff. Who are you having do uh, the filming for all this stuff? So crazy. Um, met a videographer who's working with me. He actually did a video for me that I'm going to show you after we're done here. Okay. Um, that is like working with me now. And how did I get matched up with him? Oh, one of my fans is like, Joe, you said you're looking for a videographer on your podcast. That's what my husband does. We live in Redmond. Oh my God, that's perfect. I know. So yeah. So that's how it got hooked up. So anyway, What's I- this documentary going to be for? Sorry. So it's for YouTube. Just it's like, just so more. so my YouTube fans and so my regular fans can kind of like see like behind the scenes of what it is. But the angle is um, because he's like he's like a real videographer, right? So when we were like toying around this idea, he's like, there needs to be a story. And I was like, okay. And he's like, what's the story? What's the angle? He's like, we need to um, we need to like figure out what it is. And then he's like, I got it. And he's like, you are you are always talking about how people peg you in this hole of social media person, but. And they don't take you seriously as being a stand-up and that stigma. And he's like, I think this will be a cool angle to be like, you 
so people can see like, no, it's real. It's stand up for real. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. So like, that's kind of like the angle. This is so cool. Yeah, like lots of behind the scenesy stuff. I'm lots so of like chatting. He's like, I wish I could go with you to shows around Seattle so we could like film like you talking and hanging with comics and stuff. I'm like, that would have been dope. Couldn't you? He still do that though. Yeah, I mean, but like, I'm not on any shows. Oh, I thought you were talking about for the tour, or not the tour, the uh, the Seattle Everett and Bremerton show. Right. He's gonna be there though, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool. He's great. Oh my god, this is so cool. Great, yeah. I'm so excited for this. So Richie's on those shows. Um, if you want to meet real gay Richie, real gay Richie, little the gay Richie. If you want to meet and see little gay Richie, you can come see us both, baby. We're at the Admiral Theater in, pretty sure that one's in Bremerton. And we're at the historic something theater in Everett. And we're at the Triple Door in Seattle. And we're at the Triple Door in CC Wee Wee. Come out. Come on, come on. Richie, what else do you got going on? Where can people find you? Mm, You guys can follow me on Instagram and TikTok, R-I-C-C-I underscore Armani. And then also... Which is his real last name. That's my real last name. Also, if you guys like what do you see when I'm hanging out with Joe... You guys can come to my first headlining show on May 20th at the Rendezvous in Seattle. Love it. But yeah, come to my Instagram. There'll be a ticket link up today. Love it. Yeah, today. Actually, I need to put that up like right now. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. Thanks for coming back to the podcast, Richie. Thank you for having me. We love you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.